Hello and welcome. My name is Cassie Gonzalez, creator of Connecting with Cassie, where we talk about thoughts, experiences, relationships with others, and reconnecting. This is a place where we talk about our feelings and how we, as a whole, are all connected. A place where you can come to remind yourself you are not alone. So get ready, settle in, and enjoy the show. So first of all, thank you so much for you guys listening out there to clicking my link and tuning in. I very much appreciate it. And even though I know it's been a year since I have gotten onto this platform and now I have realized that this was something that I had started that I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to start this. It's going to make me feel better. I really just want to have this motivation to connect with people And then I lost it because, you know, life happened. And now I'm to the point where I'm like, okay, I can do this. And I really want to do this. There's there's something inside of me. And I believe that is God telling me that I need to share because there are people out there who are probably in the same situation or feel like they're alone. And so I just want to say, first of all, thank you so much for listening and for hearing my little insight of what I think life is about and how I think. Um, people should treat each other or how I think what works best for me or etc and you know life is crazy and life definitely has happened Um, so the whole reason why and it's an amazing blessing that I have been absent is God had a plan and he has he always has a plan and that plan was my baby so I I'm officially a mom of one, praise God, and it has been amazing. So, he was born June 14th of 2021, so it's been over a month, uh, going on two months now, and guys, I am in love. He is the best thing that has ever happened to me. Now, I will say, though, my pregnancy was tough, not physically um, praise God, he was a healthy baby, healthy pregnancy, but emotionally, it was tough. Um, from, let me just say by the, from the beginning, I was never one to really want kids. I didn't want kids. I was very, I guess I would say I was very motherly to all my friends. I was the mom of the group and I just never saw myself as a mom. And growing up, like, I remember people talking in middle school, like, at the lunch tables, planning their lives, oh, I just want to get married and have a house, and I want kids, and I was never like that. I was never the one to really always say, oh, I can't wait to be a mom, I can't wait to have the house, I can't wait to get married. I was never really one to voice that, because that's not what I personally wanted, um, which is okay, because everybody wants things differently. Everybody has these needs that and wants that are just different and that's what makes us so beautiful as individuals um so I was never one to really you know oh I want to have kids well I I I can't even describe the feeling that I had when I found out I was pregnant because that moment was an instant change of how am I going to do this when I don't want kids 
I don't really like kids. You know, I love my nephews, but I can give those back. So it was terrifying. It was definitely, definitely terrifying. And I felt that everything was, in a sense, ruined. Which, obviously, that's not what happened because God has a plan. Always. Always has a plan. And it's amazing to see now, from the moment that I found out I was pregnant to those two little lines on those two pregnancy tests that I took in the morning after work to now having my son one and one going on two months and let me tell you people what an amazing change that I have witnessed in myself all because of a baby now aside from him pregnancy on the other hand that was tough. And that's what I want to talk about in this, um, I guess, series, uh, pregnancy series, I guess you could say. Um, and I don't want to do it in three parts. So this first part, I want to talk about the first trimester. From the moment you find out you're pregnant to the safety mark that everybody says to wait to announce their pregnancy at 12 weeks um, and everything that comes in between. Now, the baby of uh, the baby daddy Christian, he was also not into having kids, and we, um, we were together, and then we weren't together, and, you know, we had a great night one night, and then baby's here, so that was hard in itself, because I wasn't in the relationship, but he was, he was supportive, and he was my best friend at that point, and let me tell you, it was hard. It was hard for both of us because we were in shock and we were very careful and I am not the one to believe that, you know, if a baby has a heartbeat, it's there. And that is totally my belief. Everybody has their opinion and that is not why we're here and that's not what we're going to talk about. But, you know, he had his own beliefs and he was like, well, you need to go make sure and me, I will pay for it and, you know things that you don't want to hear as a woman who doesn't believe in that. So that was hard. Now, the second part that I think was the hardest was trying to figure out how I was going to tell my parents and my family. That was coming from a family who was very supportive and very loving and caring but also very, I don't want to say strict because they weren't really strict with me because I was a baby of four, but they definitely had their own, I guess, um, way of thinking how my life should be, which is fine. And then like, that's coming from parents, you know, parents have this, oh, I want my kid to go to college and they're going to go to school and they're going to do this and they're going to have the best life. And they have those expectations. Well, as a daughter of who knows right from wrong, and as a daughter of God, you know, I I sinned, and I was freaking out, and I felt horrible, but at the same time, something in me was telling me, okay, this is going to be okay, I'm, you're going to be fine, and I think that's something that we forget to do at the very beginning of the pregnancy, at least for me, was that I forgot that I was okay, because God was there. He's there at the beginning. He's there at the end. He's in between. And I forgot that. 
So telling my parents and telling my family, we waited. We waited until Christmas because I was very uh, scared that something might happen. I wanted to make sure the baby was fine. I wanted to make sure the baby was to the safe zone of 12 weeks, which at any point in pregnancy, anything could happen. Like, anything could happen and can happen. So I just kept praying, okay, but if I make it to these 12 weeks, I will tell them and then we'll go from there. Well, okay, it comes Christmas, and that's when we decided to tell them because we wanted to be cute and open, give them a present, all the family would be around. And the feeling of nerves was, I have never been so nervous in my life to tell my parents and family that I was pregnant. I have been nervous. I have given a speech in front of 5,000 kids when I was in high school as the TASE president I had given a speech in front of my whole community at graduation you know I'm not a nervous person I can talk to people but man I was nervous to talk to my family about being pregnant so I had this little cute little design of uh, one of my friends had made a onesie and it was in Spanish and it said um we'll see you in June 2021 and so I put it in the box, I had it all ready, and I had told Christian, like, I'm so nervous. And he's like, it's fine, it's going to be fine, he's very carefree. And I was like, okay, well, everybody had opened up their presents, and so I was giving, you know, the typical, okay, here's the last present, you forgot to open mom and dad. Well, as my mom and dad are over there together and opening it, they, the look on my dad's face, I think, was probably the most heartwarming face I have ever seen him have he was shocked but he was quiet he didn't really say anything and my mom was so confused and I have a video and I wish I could play this video and that way y'all can all see how ridiculous I think my family was they were all super loud and my mom was so ditzy and couldn't put two and two together until finally she took a second and read it and looked at the ultrasound and just kept repeating, really, Cassandra? Really? Are you really? And everybody, said, like, not everybody, but everybody was, I guess, like, in shock, shock too, because, like I said, I'm the baby of the family, and they obviously weren't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it. And I just remember laughing so hard, and Christian was laughing so hard, And my older sister, Amanda, she was recording this. She knew because she's an L&D nurse. And let me tell you, I would have not have made it through this pregnancy without her encouragement and her knowledge. And man, the jobs of L&D nurses, just a little side note, shout out to all you nurses. Y'all are, y'all are amazing. So to get back to the story, she's recording, she's laughing, her husband, Jason's laughing and he makes the jokes of, um, I'm never playing charades with y'all because they took forever. They took forever to realize what was actually like the present. So finally, when they both realized, my mom started crying. She was so excited. My dad just kept repeating, it's a blessing, it's a blessing. And I didn't cry, but I was definitely relief because I was scared and I was nervous. I was nervous that they were going to be angry at me because, you know, it's basically baby out of wedlock and they're very traditional 
and I thought they were going to be mad because I still haven't finished school, uh, which we'll be talking about in the later series. And, you know, I was just kind of starting out, and I'm 23, so my life has basically just started, and so I was nervous, but they were so excited, and that was so reassuring to connect to my family on a deeper level than I have ever was, I guess, made that Christmas. It really made that Christmas special, or at least a special one to uh, the many future ones to remember. And so I found out I was pregnant, and at that point, I believe, I was already 12 weeks. because um, I, Like I said, I wanted to wait for the safe zone. So all during that safe zone of the first trimester, let me tell you, the pee, the constant pain, that's, ladies, that is a real thing. I never believed in it. And I was like, oh, that's just, you know, an excuse to go to the restroom where it doesn't really happen. No, it happens. It happens, and I take back everything I have ever said about being pregnant. The... I didn't have morning sickness, per se, but everything that I smelled made me want to puke. Like, I just continuously wanted to gag at everything I smelled. And what made this first trimester very different for me, at least, was I was had COVID at the same time. So I found out I was pregnant on November 3rd of 2020. And the whole reason why I even took a test was because I started feeling sick. And I was like, this is weird. And that was when, like, COVID was really, really high in our town. And so I was like, you know, I'm really gonna ta- I'm just going to take a test because I don't feel well. My temperature was 99.1. And for me, that's, like, I already know. Once it hits 99, I know something's wrong with my body. So I made the appointment, and I went, got the COVID test done. And the next day, that morning, I was like, mm, I went to work. And something just didn't feel right. Feel right, And so something was telling me, you need to take a pregnancy test. Because at that point, I wasn't, I was not late yet, but I was, I just felt off. I definitely felt off. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go and take a test. And whatever the outcome, God, I'm okay with. If it's positive, I'll be okay. If it's negative, I'll be okay. And so that morning... It was like 10.30, almost 11, because I worked at a coffee shop at that time, so I was already up at 5.30. So I, after work, I got out, and I went to the store, and let me tell you, I tried three different stores, and this is what happens when you live in a small town. We have a Dollar General, a family dollar, and kind of like a family-owned grocery store. I went to the family-owned grocery store and couldn't find it, like, in the baby section or where the pads are. And I'm like, ah. And I was so frustrated at that point. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to the next store. Went to the two different stores, couldn't find it. And finally, I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to go to the pharmacy. So I went to the pharmacy, got the pregnancy test, went home, and I stood in the restroom. I kid you not for about five minutes trying to figure out if I really wanted to take the test because as a person who didn't want kids and wasn't really planning on having kids I was scared I was terrified because I think at that point I had already knew the answer 
So I was like, okay, opened up the test, did the thing, waited the two minutes, and the two lines were so bright. They were there. And let me tell you, I instantly cried out of fear, out of almost disappointment, and a sadness. Like, I was sad that I was pregnant, and I don't think that's, I don't know if I'm alone in that, and that is just my experience. But I, I feel like I need to share my personal experience because I feel like there's a lot of people who are disappointed. And I know that there's a lot of people who are, are so excited. But to the ones out there who didn't plan or feel like their plan, their life plan was messed up because of the, because of the pregnancy, it's okay. Because let me tell you, after everything, it is the most amazing feeling to hold your baby. So, basically, I found out I was pregnant and instantly cried, and I instantly called my sister. Now, my sister at the time was 14 weeks ahead of me, um, so my baby and her baby will be three months apart, and they're so cute. So, I called her, and I told her, and she's like, okay, like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And at that moment, I couldn't even, I wasn't really hearing her, because I was like, oh my gosh. How am I going to tell Christian he's going to hate me? He's, you know, and then I started blaming myself. And I think that's what a lot of women do, especially, you know, if one, if you don't want kids and if your partner really isn't, you know, you're, you're not together as partners, like as in, in the relationship. So that was also scary. And I just remember crying. And my, I remember my sister saying, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You need to tell Christian. And I was terrified. But, but God, he has a plan for everything. And so in that, after I calmed down and I decided to call Christian and he, I think he called me actually. I don't remember at this point, but either or he knew I was getting the, uh, a checkup for COVID or a test. And so I, the, the first thing I remember him answering was, well, is it positive or negative? And let me tell you, when he said that, I didn't say anything. And I was like, well, after about maybe five minutes, I was like, I'm positive. And he's like, oh, that sucks. And just drink lots of water, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I'm actually positive for something else. And that in that moment, he knew, and he was like, no, don't tell me that, and he's like, don't, like, are you serious, and he, I could hear the frustration, and the anger, and the scared, or the scared feeling that he had, and in that moment, I was like, yeah, I said, I'm positive, I took a test, and I took two tests, it was positive, and by the math that I had already done, I was already six, almost seven weeks, I think I was six weeks, and it was, it was the moment that was changing our lives forever, in that moment, but let me tell you, after everything, I am so blessed to have my baby here with me, and I wouldn't have done it without my family support, and without God, and that first trimester was hard, because one, your placenta isn't really, it's not developed yet. So you literally, your body is taking care of the fetus. Your 
whole nutrients that you're getting, part of it goes to you, but mostly it's going to, towards that baby. And I was tired. The tiredness that I felt was, I couldn't even, I couldn't even grasp the fact that I was like, why am I so tired? Like, is this truly like how I feel? Is this really what the body does? And yeah, I was tired, exhausted. But that's just what comes with being pregnant for your first trimester. So, all in all, that is the reason why I have been absent from this podcast. I was growing a baby, and I was trying to figure out, like, my living situation, how I was, how I was going to even do this, like, do this as in the whole pregnancy, how birthing a baby would be, and emotionally how it was okay at the beginning, but then it just turned, it was tough. Um, And the anxiety that I felt, the anxiety of, is that maybe okay? Oh my gosh, when is my next appointment? And literally counting down the days, counting down the days until my next ultrasound. Because I was that anxious of making sure he's okay, or making sure that he still has a heartbeat, and making sure that he's properly growing. Like, that is to me the most one of the one of the hardest parts of pregnancy is the constant anxious feeling and going back to what I said earlier like I forgot that God was with me during the whole first tri- first and second trimester I forgot I didn't even think about him like I prayed like oh god please like before uh ultrasound like okay god please just let this be okay take care of my baby you know simple prayers but not really fully trusting the process that he had planned for me and he had and the plan that he had for my baby. And that, folks, is I think what made that first and second trimester probably one of the hardest to accept that I was pregnant. But God had a plan and he always has a plan and he came through and it was amazing. So, all in all, that is my little spiel in the terms of why I was absent for a whole year. And why I I just couldn't really grasp the fact that I was pregnant. And I couldn't also grasp the fact of what am I going to do with my life? Because at this point, I don't have a college degree, which you everybody mostly says you need for for the world that we live in or the society that we live in but I as as an individual still even to this day I think it still don't know what I want to do with my life or what my purpose is and now like I know I have to do something to provide for my baby but I think and that's what we're going to be talking about in the next uh, other two episodes of this series is, you know, the shift between your indi- as an individual to a mom. And now I'm to the point where, okay, I think I have this mom routine down, but as an individual, where am I? So that will be our next, on our next episode um, of this pregnancy uh, series, uh, the second trimester. And until then, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for taking the time again to listen to me and to connecting with me. 
And I am so excited for these future episodes because, like I said, I have always felt the need to connect with people on a deeper level. And now going through pregnancy, having birthing my baby, and like I said before, my pregnancy was great. It was, it was, it was easy. I did my yoga stretches. I felt uncomfortable at some point because personally, I never really enjoyed the idea of being pregnant even before. It always made me kind of queasy and uncomfortable. So that part definitely played a part in my personal pregnancy experience. But after burning my baby and looking back, I felt so alone. And in my head, I'm just like, I know I can't be the only person who feels this way during the first and second trimester or even the third trimester. I know I can't be the, the only person who feels alone or who feels sad about being pregnant when it's supposed to be the most glorious experience ever. So, like I said, thank you so much for listening to me. And I cannot wait to share some more on our next episode. Thanks again.